Hey, hey, folks, welcome back. Let me ask you a question. When it comes to the thought of accounting and bookkeeping around real estate investing, is that one of those chores, one of those jobs that you just go, oh my God, anything but. <laughs> I'd rather do anything but crunch the numbers and figure out taxes and bookkeeping, all that kind of stuff. Well, if so, you're you're in good company. That's kind of how I look at it. However, I understand the importance of this. I mean, knowing your numbers is absolutely vital for short-term and long-term success as a real estate entrepreneur. And today's guest, Jonathan Beam, knows all about this because out of necessity, he created a whole bookkeeping team, bookkeeping service for us real estate entrepreneurs. So zooming in from the beautiful Niagara region of Ontario and Canada is our guest, Jonathan Beam. Welcome, Jonathan. Hey, Dave. Thanks for having me on. My pleasure. All right. So Jonathan is is not a bookkeeper by trade himself. He's a real estate investor. So Jonathan, how did you first get started with real estate investing and what kind of led you to the whole bookkeeping side of things? Well, listen, Dave, like, uh, you know, I think every investor kind of runs into this at some point where, you know, they buy a few properties, they start crunching some numbers on Excel. And before long, things get like receipts get misplaced, uh, numbers kind of get mixed up and messed around. And you're just not really sure where you are for your next property. Were, were so, you spying on me a few years ago? Is that what <laughs> no, I mean, I'm speaking completely from personal experience. Yeah, man, I know, I hear you. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, out of necessity, I got to the point where I thought, you know what, like, this is not the highest and best use of my time. You know, I'm in here scratching, scratching my head and trying to figure this out. So I thought, you know what, it's time to, it's time to hire a bookkeeping company and get my, you know, get my books in order, get prepared for the tax, man. This was in January of, oh, geez, it's been a couple of years ago now, but it was in January, you know, tax season was coming up. So I started looking around, uh, you know, talking to some different bookkeepers and, you know, I wasn't super impressed with what I found in my area. Uh, yeah, there's bookkeepers, you know, then you pay top dollar for them. Uh, but a lot of them weren't really familiar with when you know, I'm talking, you know, joint ventures, I'm talking, uh, you know, you know, you just the whole, everything Rev that are revenue real, shares and revenue shares, all, all, all that, that stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and I, I find myself explaining to my, you know, the bookkeeper that I was looking at, at hiring, uh, you know, all this terminology, all this real estate terminology. I thought, you know what, like, what am I doing here? Um, I, I might as well like take matters in my own hands and start building something from the ground up. So, you know, because I, you just for yourself or you're thinking, Hey, if I'm having this problem, other people are having this problem as well. Or was it well, just both? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I thought, okay, if, if I'm having this problem, everybody else is having this problem. So number one, let me do this for myself. See how it goes. Yeah. If it doesn't go well, then I can always fall back and just get a bookkeeper, right? So, so do it for yourself. So you you trained yourself on how to keep the books. Is that well, sorry. Yeah, let me let me back up. So what I mean by that was, no, I didn't train myself on how to do the books. That's too okay. much work. <laughs> I uh, I started uh, posted a position. So I I wanted to to hire somebody who had the fundamental knowledge of you know all the bookkeeping processes. Okay. And I was just going to teach them real estate. That was, that was my, my, that was a goal. 
that was my goal. That so my you plan. posted where locally in, in your area or, or yeah. Or so I, I posted an ad out on Indeed. I posted on Facebook. Um, I think I just kind of mentioned it to a few people in passing. Mm-hmm. Uh, just tried to get the word out there that I was looking for a bookkeeper and not just any bookkeeper, uh, you know, somebody who was wanting to come on staff, somebody who was willing to take initiative and uh, who had business skills, business knowledge, who wanted to grow their own business as well. Uh, somebody who, uh, you know, wasn't just looking for, you know, a retirement gig, somebody who, you know, would had the, the go get the go-get attitude that I have when I come into real estate and all my business ventures, right? Mm-hmm. I needed somebody to take the, you know, the the bull by the reins and just, you know, get in there and get things done. Got right? it. Got so, it. So did you find them? <laughs> well, I, I did eventually. It right. took a few, I had a few false starts, <laughs> but I eventually did. Um, I hired, uh, I hired a, actually somebody who's, who's local. Um, and so you know, she came on staff for a, probably a period of about four months and we ran out of, I uh, ran out of work eventually. Uh, you know, she kind of got all my stuff straightened away and I ran out of work. So we had this conversation. She, she said, almost worked herself out of a job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I said, Hey, uh, her name is Sierra. I said, Sierra, what's your, you know, what are your goals uh, for your future? And I, this is something we had talked about like along the way too, but I just wanted to kind of like set it out in stone, you know, like what are your goals for the future? She said, well, you know, I kind of want to, I want to have my own, you know, bookkeeping, you know, business. And I said, that's great. So I'm like, well, what's your, you know, what are the key challenges that you see in just starting a bookkeeping business? You know, she's like, well, she's young. She's like, you know, I don't really have, you know, contacts. I don't, you know, I need to kind of make money while I'm getting this thing going and and yada, yada. I said, yeah, okay, no problem. So we uh, kind of decided, we decided to partner. We went, uh, made it a partnership. I, um, sorry, I shouldn't say a partnership. We actually joint ventured, ventured. She did a, a sole proprietorship and I joint ventured through my corporation with her. And, uh, we basically, st- I started marketing to the real estate investors within my network. Right. And, um, we just kind of, we started, you know, bringing on one or two investors here and there. And like, we l- learned a lot along the way, you know, it's, as any small business goes, it takes time to, and you know, there's hiccups. There's and different that, nuances, different strategies have different. Absolutely. Things, yeah. yeah, absolutely. But here we are several years later and we've got a team of three now. Uh, yeah. And we've taken on, uh, we have quite a few clients, not only in the uh, real estate industry, but also uh, lawyers too. So we do trust accounting and all that stuff. And frankly, uh, Dave, we're not just bookkeepers uh we're like we're on your team to like you're we're on your side to get things done so we're actually doing more accounting you know and stuff than we actually are doing bookkeeping mm-hmm. however we're not accountants we're not cpas uh we do uh get sign-offs on we work with a few you know cpa firms that we partner with to get sign-offs and get everything completed but we're, you know, we're kind of, we're in the complicated side of things. We're not just, you know, you know, bank reconcile. We obviously do bank reconciliations, but we don't just reconcile your banks and throw it off. Like we're into the more, you know, uh, three-tier corporate structures. Like we're into all that, like complicated stuff. That oh, so you're working with some investors into. who are investing cross border and all that kind of stuff. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we cool. have, we actually have investors all across Canada. Yeah. 
very very so cool that's yeah it's been a it's been a it's been a ride that's for sure um it's one of those things that you know it doesn't come naturally to me bookkeeping yeah. but what does come naturally to me is business building so yeah, uh, I I feel like I'm I'm pretty good at that and one of the things that I really like doing is finding the right people for the job and putting them <laughs> in their place and letting them run with it. Right. Obviously, yeah. you know, kind of getting the right people on the bus as for as, sure. Yeah. yeah. The whole who not how thing. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I love exactly. that. Yeah. Now speaking of the whole who not how and, and that whole philosophy, <clears throat> do you guys do anything with the whole profit first style of things? Are you, are you familiar with that with Michael, Michael Wicks, his whole profit first methodology and philosophy when it comes to uh, doing business. And then a couple of years later, he co-authored a book called Profit First for Real Estate Investors with David Richter. David Richter kind of did it and jumped alongside with uh, Michael Witz. Are, are you familiar with that? Do you guys do anything with that or suggest those kind of things for your clients? I haven't actually read those two books and I'll put that on my reading list for oh, David. Man, that, but... not, not that you need it because you've already got such a specific niche but I tell you what, man, if you start, if, if that resonates with you, which the whole idea is most of us as entrepreneurs pay ourselves last, like right. profit, profits, whatever's left yes. over at the end of the day. Profit first means, hey, let's figure out how much we want the company to be making, take that off the top and then figure out the other stuff from yes, back. exactly, exactly. Yeah. And like I said, I haven't I haven't read those books in particular, but I'm familiar with that philosophy. Yeah. And that's one of the things that we like to set up within our own business as well is, you know, having, you know, separate bank accounts yeah. where, you know, you and people like to say, "Oh, you know, like I, I don't want to pay the extra fees and whatever, but listen, if you're worried about the small bank fees at the end of the month, you're not getting, you know, you're not, you, making you, enough money. You, you're not making enough money. Yeah. So you got to <laughs> You, you gotta exactly you gotta pay yourself first right and yeah. and look at it i like to look at it from um kind of you know where do you want to be first of all and then how do you need to get there so yeah. like you know do you need to bring on you know x amount of clients per year to get to your the you know the the initial goal that you set or in, or you know, in this case x number of properties a year or, or x number or exactly. pay down per year or absolutely going venture partners per year whatever sure. you're for sure. Yeah. The measuring stick is. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Now, speaking of real estate, well, that's first of all, hats off to you for that. That's very cool. Mm -hmm. Just out of personal curiosity, what other kind of businesses are you involved in or have you been involved in over the years? Because you say you really enjoy growing businesses. So what, what, mm -hmm. I'm, I've always had an entrepreneurial streak myself as well. So what, what have you been up to, Jonathan? Or Yeah, absolutely. So my thing is creating multiple streams of revenue, right? Um, and like, I'm a, listen, I'm a young guy, I have a young family. Uh, I want to set up my kids with the, you know, the future that I think they deserve. And I also want to be able to spend time with them now, which I mean, is tough when you're doing everything that, you know, we all get into as entrepreneurs, right? Uh, but one of the things that I'm doing right now as well is running a general contracting company. I don't, take on too many external clients. I do have a few small ones that I do work for. Uh, but typically, um, what I try to do is set it up because I do a lot of like conversions and, yeah. and things like that. So it, that's one of those things where, you know, uh, if, if you're always looking for a contractor, um, you know, 
you're kind of at their, um, you know, you're at their scheduling. They're at their mercy. At their mercy, right? Well, it exactly. sounds kind of so, like the same similar situation you're in with the bookkeeper, right? A hundred percent, a hundred percent, right? So it's one of those things where I take, um, I don't take on too much where I get swamped, but I take on enough to keep some cash coming in, and I keep, uh, take on enough to keep uh, my, you know, my guys busy when, uh, you know, when they're not working on my own projects. So Very cool. that's right. one of the things I don't really try to market too much because general contracting, oh, I'm just, I, just it could 100% business. Yeah, for sure. The real estate I, portfolio. Exactly. Yeah, yeah definitely. Nice. For sure. Yeah. I could definitely take 100% of my time and I don't want, I don't want to become, you know, a general contractor that, you know, that's working hundred hours a week, but it's, it's something that definitely, you know, provides a stream of income. All right. So when it comes to active real estate investing, you mentioned you do a lot of conversions is that your primary focus or do you do other things as well? Yeah. Value add is kind of what I like to do. Um, I kind of started with, uh, I guess my first one was a triplex conversion. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of my thing. We just did a commercial to uh residential conversion mm-hmm. in Port Colburn as well. We bought a, uh, it was kind of like, it was a mixed use building. It was, had a grocery store in the, in the main floor that hadn't been one used. One of those beautiful in, old buildings. Yeah. I, absolutely. Yeah. yeah we, I got used. some clients that do that kind of work. It's beautiful. It's amazing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So we put a, put a unit down on the main floor where the grocery store used to be. And then there's a, a, a three bedroom unit upstairs and we're uh, planning to put two more units in the back in the garage area. Very so cool. yeah, I just try to bring every, every building I touch up to the highest and best use, man. That's kind of the goal, right? That's, that's your, that's your whole thing. And then yeah. are you focusing on a buy and hold strategy or are you selling these properties right away? No, buy and hold is, is where yeah. the money's at. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, flips are great when the market's going up 20% a year, but, and <laughs> then you know, it's sometimes not so great when it's not. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's always deals, it's, but it, that's just not, uh, you know, not where I'm focusing right now. And when it comes to financing these, do you bring on private investors, joint venture partners, anything like that, Jonathan? Yeah. So, I mean, it all depends on the deal. Uh, I started uh, 100% just on my own, uh, you know, figuring it out. Yeah. Self-financing. You reach a certain point where that's not always feasible. Uh, So I've uh, actually, funny story on this, um, on this conversion I was just telling you about, I walked through it with my real estate agent and I had in mind uh, for a joint venture partner I was working with at the time and he didn't quite see the vision. You know, I brought it home. I, I, I kind of walked him through the the deal, what we were planning on doing with it. He didn't see the vision, but my real estate agent did. And he said, Hey, like, this is really cool. He's like, why don't, uh, um, why don't I partner with you? Yeah. Why don't I partner with you? So him and I ended up partnering on it and and did the deal together. So that was pretty cool. Um, but that was one of the things. So I bought that one in a corporation and we used private financing to close it. Uh, as you know, I'm sure, uh, it's not always a quick process to get financing in a corporation, especially when you have tight closings. Right. Um, so we, we closed on it privately, completed, uh, the one, uh, the first unit and then refinanced it with a B lender. And we are planning on, um, exiting that actually very shortly into an A lender. So nice. nice. Yeah. Good, good, just kind good, of, good you know, you know, that's the thing with private financing is for me, it's not a long-term thing. It's something no. that, you know, gets you in the door um, and lets you, you know, do what you want to do. And then you kind of move on from there. Yeah. Well, that's down in the States. They call those hard money lenders, right? Mm-hmm. So 
it's good for short term, but it's, uh, <laughs> I, I call it the, the real estate version of Vinny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> absolutely absolutely so, oh man yeah it's yeah. uh it's Points, one of those things, the things yeah. you know all, oh all for stuff. sure yeah, yeah you look at uh you look at that contract when you <laughs> when you go to sign with them you're like oh my goodness this is highway <laughs> robbery let's do yeah, it yeah if, if i if i look at a wrong they they take the property from me got it yeah so, yeah, you yeah be exactly careful with those guys but <laughs> it gets the job done yeah i love what you're doing jonathan and that situation you found yourself in where you thought you had the the JV guy lined up and then he didn't like the deal, changed his mind. A lot of people find themselves in that kind of situation. So what I always encourage people to do is it's it's always this question. Well, should I have a deal to show the joint venture partner or should I have a joint venture partner or two or three lined up and then go looking for the deals? My philosophy is always the latter. Like mm -hmm. I could wave the magic wand for you. It'd be like, instead of having one or two JV prospects line up, you've got three, four, five people mm -hmm. who've all said, Hey, Jonathan, when you've got one of these conversion type deals, I want first dibs. And then you're not sweating it last minute, kind of going, Oh crap. Now, now where do I get the money? Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. And I, that's exactly how I like to do it as well. So, you know, my process starts with just having a conversation with a potential partner, you know, like, where do you want to go? What are your goals for the future? What do you want to see out of this? Um, and just getting comfortable with them and where they're coming from and that what they want to see. And then after that, I try to find them a property. Um, yeah. Oh, that that's, that's a good process. Another way to look at it might be as well, like, like the way we really recommend with our clients is it's not so much finding out what they're looking for. It's showing them what we do and kind of getting them to come to us, ideally a little bit pre-educated about what we're doing, ideally pre-qualified. So knowing basically what the minimum investment is, what the timeframes typically are, that sort of thing. and hopefully even a little bit predisposed to invest before we even have the conversation. So uh, a lot of that can be done in a, in a bit of an automated automated fashion with, with marketing. That's the, the beautiful thing about marketing, right? So if you've got a, a good target group of investor prospects, then instead of trying to convince people to talk with you about investing, you put out edutaining content about what you're up to. And the beautiful thing is, for you, Jonathan, you got so many things on the go. You got so much stuff you could talk about, right? So you got your your contracting business. I'm sure there's all sorts of great stories that come out of that. You've got mm -hmm. your active real estate investing business. So the the before, during, and after process of of a conversion, that's just you know that's that's real estate porn <laughs> for people. Everybody loves that stuff. It but really you know, is the bookkeeping side of things as well. So you've got tons of stuff that you can be getting out there to people to create curiosity. And then the whole goal is just say, you know, the, the, the whole idea is book a call, book a call, book a call. So they, they come to you again, they, they've got a little bit of knowledge ahead of time. They got the gist of, of what you're doing. They see you as, as an expert in this field. So that kind of conversation is so much easier. You can kind of, a you're not trying to massage things for them. 
you're trying to see if they're a fit for you. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, listen, not everybody's going to be a fit. Right. And that's kind of, that's okay. Of course. Yeah. And that's kind of like why I like to have those conversations because, you know, if you're looking to do flips, if you're looking to, you know, rinse and repeat, like right away, like maybe, maybe that's going to work. Maybe that's not right for Mm -hmm. me. And I don't want that. Like if you're not comfortable in a long-term buy and hold, then like, it's not really going to work for me. Right. right? And you're trying to do the burr, right. But that's Mm -hmm. not always going to work exactly according to pan, especially in today's environment and rules and regulations and all that kind of stuff. So, so yeah, people have to be, have to be a little bit more flexible. Well, Jonathan, this has been fantastic. If people want to connect with you, find out more about you or perhaps find out more about the, the real estate focused bookkeeping services that you have, uh, where should they go? What's the number one place they can go? Yeah. So several places. Uh, number one is my website, uh, www.beampropertypartners.com. Or you can, uh, you know, send me an email at john, J-O-N, at beampropertypartners.com. Also, I'm open to phone calls, 905-658-3211 as well. Uh, and yeah, let's have a conversation. Like I aim to be a one-stop shop for real estate investment in the Niagara region. Mm-hmm. I have properties all over the region. I'm familiar with, you know, the different rules and regulations in each municipality. And uh, yeah, let's have a conversation, man. Like you never know where it can lead you. Awesome. Jonathan, it's been a lot of fun. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Dave. All right, everybody. Take care. We'll talk to you on the next episode.